On today's episode, Brandon Hagel speaks out about the recent trade rumors that are surrounding him and the Chicago Blackhawks. Then all the latest updates out of practice this morning, including forward Jujar Kara undergoing successful lower back surgery and now is likely to miss the remainder of the regular season. Plus, Blackhawks goaltender prospect Drew Comesso of Boston University was recently named a semifinalist for the 2022 Mike Richter Award for the top goaltender in men's Division I college hockey. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, February 23rd. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2. Or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you like what you're listening to today, then please help me out real quick by first following the podcast. You could also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It'll only take a quick couple of seconds. A quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. And best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcasts, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all absolutely for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right, what's up, everyone? And as always, thank you for tuning into another episode of Locked On Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks and for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. And what I wanted to open the show with here today, folks, uh, before getting into some of the latest news out of Blackhawks practice this morning, is what forward Brandon Hagel had to say to the media yesterday when asked about all the recent trade rumors that have been surrounding his name and the Chicago Blackhawks. And for those of you who are not quite caught up to date on this situation, a report came out last week from Frank Saravalli of TSN on his daily face-off podcast stating that the Blackhawks have been offered a first-round pick and a prospect in exchange for Brandon Hagel, but apparently the Blackhawks aren't looking to make a deal for Hagel at the moment, at least for that type of offer. And honestly, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is quite the offer for Brandon Hagel. And I'm kind of stuck in between a a rock and a hard place here because the Hawks, they undoubtedly need to start thinking about their future more and more and more uh, with how apparent it's become that this type of team, this roster simply isn't good enough to be a, a playoff contender at the moment. And the opportunity to get a first round pick and a prospect for Brandon Hagel, I mean, that's pretty darn enticing for even how impressive Uh, He's been so far in his uh, year and a half up with the Chicago Blackhawks. And even Hagel himself, when speaking with the media yesterday, um, said that he kind of has to take these trade offers as a compliment, right? Because a handful of years back, this dude was a sixth round pick. Buffalo didn't want him. Um, And then he gets brought in here to Chicago just kind of as a 20-year-old kid. Uh, He said, you know, uh, just a kid who wanted to come in and play. Um, and to hear that type of offer, Hagel himself feels like um, 
it has to be taken as a compliment. And I definitely see why. I mean, he's worked his way to where he is right now. And that's what it's taken. A bunch of hard work from Brandon Hagel. That's noticeable each and every game he suits up for. Um, And this kind of offer just really tells you how much of an incline Hagel's career has been on uh, in the past year and a half. And if you told me prior to the season that the Blackhawks would be offered a first round pick for Brandon Hagel, I think most of us would be uh, licking our chops, right? And I feel like that would have been, if you asked me six months ago, that probably would have been a deal I would have accepted in a heartbreak, in a heartbeat, excuse me. But knowing what we do now about Hagel, I think, you know, knowing, as I talked about, the energy that he provides, the hard works there on a nightly basis. He's basically the Energizer Bunny, uh, brings his A game each time the Blackhawks play. Um, And he's also finally starting to display that offensive skill set a little bit more and more and more as things go on. Um, And one other thing to consider, too. Brandon Hagel's contract situation. I know there are a lot of people who, when they saw that deal, a first and a prospect offered for Brandon Hagel, they said they'd take it right then and there. And I get that. Um, I get why current state of this team, they need first round picks. Of course, they don't have a first round pick in this year's upcoming draft at the moment, thanks to the trade that Stan Bowman made with Seth Jones, uh, for Seth Jones with Columbus. Um, So the Blackhawks undoubtedly need a first round pick. But something to consider here is Brandon Hagel's contract because he still has two more years after this one at just $1.5 million. Plus, once that deal expires, he's still going to be a restricted free agent without arbitration rights. So the Blackhawks have control of his future for the next three to four years, essentially. And there really isn't another young player in the organization other than Kirby Doc and Lucas Reichel, who kind of, who the Blackhawks have control over for that long that has this high of a ceiling that Brandon Hagel has shown us. So for that reason, personally, that's why I would be a little bit wary about trading Brandon Hagel at this point, because he's shown us ridiculous potential at such a young age. looks like he could be a 2020 guy this season, maybe a 25, 25 guy uh, sometime down the road. Um, So unless the Blackhawks are completely wowed by an offer, and to me, that would have to be a first round pick, a second round pick, and a prospect or better. That's the only way that I would be willing to trade Brandon Hagel right now. Because as I said, he's beyond affordable for the next two to three years. Uh, and he's really just kind of starting to scratch the surface of his overall game. We knew he was a hard worker. He's great on the back check, a responsible defender. But now we're starting to see more and more out of that offensive game. So. For those reasons, I would be just very patient with the Brandon Hagel situation. And we know, I had a conversation with Charlie Romeliotis here on the podcast. He said if there was one guy that was drawing a ton of interest on the Chicago Blackhawks, it was Brandon Hagel, other than Marc-Andre Fleury, obviously. But a lot of teams are interested in Brandon Hagel. There's a lot of suitors looking for him at the moment. And because his contract is so cheap for the next handful of seasons, if the Hawks are willing to trade him, which sounds like they may not be. Um, I feel like they, they need to use that as leverage to get the absolute most out of a trade package. Yeah, I say, look, this kid's just scratching the surface. His deal is incredible, and he's still going to be in RFA once it expires. He can help you out right now, and he's going to ha- help your cap situation in the future. The Blackhawks need to leverage that if 
they're willing to trade Brandon Hagel to get the absolute most in a package. That's the only way that I would be willing to trade Brandon Hagel at this point. But I thought it was also funny um, hearing Coach Derek King kind of talk about this situation yesterday as well when he was asked about uh, whether or not Kyle Davidson is shopping Brandon Hagel at this point. Um, Kinger responded by saying he better not be and that uh, Hags has got to stay here. And while I do feel the same way as Kinger, I mean, who doesn't love Brandon Hagel in Chicago right now? The dude's on top of the world. And um, he's so affordable. But if the offer gets up to what I said a moment ago, a first, a second, and a prospect, obviously it does depend on what, what type of prospect that is, high, mid, low tier. That's going to make a difference as well. Um, but if it gets to that, it would be really hard for me personally to say no. So should be interesting to see uh, what's going to happen here with Brandon Hagel in the next month, especially after hearing Coach Derek King tell the media that Hagel better not be on the trade block as we approach the trade deadline, which is now officially less than a month away. All right, there are some thoughts on Brandon Hagel's recent trade rumors and his comments regarding the situation. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to get into all of the latest out of Blackhawks practice this morning, including forward Jujar Kara undergoing successful lower back surgery on Tuesday. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or even just eating healthier, then you need to make sure to include Built Bar in your plan because right now you can get the best of both worlds with Built Bar, delicious and healthy. In so many flavors, you'll actually have a hard time choosing. Are you going to go with mint brownie or raspberry, double chocolate or peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream or coconut almond? Either way you choose, Built Bar is going to make it easier to stick to your resolution because they taste so good, you'll actually want to eat them. Unlike some other protein bars, which can be chalky, dry, waxy, or, or even just taste like a chemical spill. And even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that is good for you and also tastes good. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. And for a limited time offer, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKED15, one word LOCKED in all caps, followed by the number 15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, getting into segment two now on the show today. I also had to be sure to get into all the latest updates out of Blackhawks practice this morning. And first, I got to start by discussing Jujar Kara. Blackhawks announced earlier this morning that Kara underwent successful lower back surgery yesterday and is now expected to miss the next 10 to 12 weeks, which likely puts an end to his season, unfortunately. And it's been um, a tough and, and kind of wacky last couple of weeks for Kara because prior to the All-Star break, if you all remember correctly, he was actually on the ice for a couple of practice sessions and also even a morning skate with the Blackhawks. But apparently there was a hiccup somewhere along the way. The back was still causing some issues. Uh, we heard Kinger a few days ago say that Kara was um, going after or getting a couple of other medical opinions on his injury. And now apparently uh, surgery was the course of action that he wound up taking. 
And I honestly, I feel so bad for Jujar Kara. It has been such a tough year for him, and it's another tough break. Um, of course, he suffered that concussion earlier on in the year where he was knocked unconscious following a bad hit by New York Rangers defenseman Jacob Truba. That forced him to miss a bunch of time. He goes on to return for a few games um, and now is likely going to miss the rest of the year after undergoing back surgery. And even when it was healthy, even when he was healthy, it definitely was not the best of seasons for good old Jujar. He only recorded three points, all of which were goals. He had no assists in his 27 games played, not the offensive output. I mean, that's not his bread and butter, but I know he and the Blackhawks were hoping he could chip in for more than that. The area where Carroll's probably the most effective for this team was when he racked up 88 hits in those 27 games. So he was still a force physically, which is the type of game he wants to play. Um, but taking a deeper look on Kara, I actually looked at some of his analytics this morning that they were all pretty terrible. The Blackhawks didn't do a lot of good when he was on the ice other than him hitting opponents into the glass. His offensive game, as I just said, obviously having only three points in 27 games was basically non-existent for the most part. So just certainly not the first season in Chicago that uh, Kara or anyone was hoping for. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he'll be able to make a full recovery and uh, we'll be ready to go by the offseason. This is a two-year contract for Kara, so he'll likely still be a part of the team next year, but undoubtedly uh, another tough break for the big Canadian forward. A couple of other updates out of practice that I wanted to get into. First, goaltender Kevin Lankinen was back on the ice once again, along with Arvid Soderblom. Marc-Andre Fleury took his second consecutive maintenance day. It must be nice. Just, eh, boys, I don't feel like practicing. I'm just going to go relax. You guys can start me for the games. I'm a seasoned vet. I'm, I'm one of the best goalies in NHL history. Practice? Who needs practice? We're talking about practice. Marc-Andre Fleury don't need practice. Um, so, yeah, second consecutive day for the Flower. Um, and after practice yesterday regarding Lankin, and we heard coach Derek King say that the plan for him is to either start Friday against the New Jersey Devils, which I will be in attendance for with a couple of my buddies, uh, or he'll start on Sunday against the St. Louis Blues, which is a team he's picked up a victory against so far this season. Uh, but either way, definitely nice to see Lankin and finally back to being fully healthy. And uh, I'm really hoping that he'll be able to kind of change the tides of his season after not really getting off to uh, the best start so far in his sophomore campaign. Also, Captain Jonathan Taze once again was spotted on the ice prior to practice. He was seen uh, shooting the puck around, doing some stick handling drills. There's actually a funny video by uh, John Dietz, who covers the Chicago Blackhawks. Go follow John. He's done a great job for a long time now. Also a big golf fan. I doubt John sees this, but John, I love your appreciation for the game of golf. Uh, but Dietz put out a video earlier today, uh, kind of comment, commentating over Jonathan Taze getting loose and taking some shots and stick handling and whatnot. Um, I was hopeful that he was going to be able to finally rejoin the team for the practice session, but that did not wind up being the case. Same with Jake McCabe, who um, Derek King said he was actually going to practice today, but I uh, guess McCabe wasn't quite ready either, although all signs are pointing that he, pointing to he'll still be able to play on Friday. Uh, against the New Jersey Devils. But for Taze, seems like he's getting closer and closer and closer. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to actually clear concussion protocol sometime soon. And maybe 
fingers crossed, knock on wood, maybe he'll be able to be able to go in that game on Sunday against St. Louis. But of course, there's still no reason to be rushing Taves back at this point, but he does seem to be getting better. And then also forward Tyler Johnson, baby, once again, was a full participant in practice here today. uh, And he actually was seen on both the Blackhawks top power play and penalty kill units during practice. So based on that and based on how we've seen Johnson practice for basically a month now after becoming the second NHL player to undergo ADR disc replacement surgery after Jack Eichel, Johnson didn't have even close to the amount of problems that Eichel did in Buffalo regarding getting the surgery. Chicago was like, yeah, this is what you want to do to your body. Get that surgery. Buffalo didn't have quite the same mentality. That's for another day. But Johnson, I mean, it's looking like, and I even saw Charlie Romeliotis tweet a few moments ago, looks like Johnson could be ready to return to the Blackhawks lineup on Friday against the Devils. And what a huge boost that would be to the Blackhawks' top six forward group, which overall has been a struggle for the most part of the season, especially um, with some issues down the middle with Jonathan Tays being out and Kirby Doc really not living up to the expectations of a second-line center so far in his career. All right, there is all the latest out of Blackhawks practice this morning at Fifth Third Arena. Coming up in just a moment, I'll get into Blackhawks goaltender prospect Drew Comesso being named one of the semifinalists for the 2022 Mike Richter Award for top goaltender in men's collegiate hockey. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. Football season may be over, but Bet Online still has way more odds and info for both pro and college hoops as they're starting to ramp up. From game scores, totals, player performance bonuses to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just basketball, from the NHL, UFC and boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games. Bet online, where the game begins. I also need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers and do-it-yourselfers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to save money and time right now while shopping for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even as much as 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or at a car dealership? Chain stores and car dealerships, they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle from motor oil to tail lamps and even carpet. And you can also choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up so why spend up to twice as much? For the same exact parts, when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you will ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. 
All right, welcome back to Locked On Blackhawks. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Before finishing, finishing things up on the show here today, I also wanted to be sure to mention that Blackhawks 2020 second round pick and Boston University goaltender Drew Camesso was recently named as one of the 11 semifinalists for the 2022 Mike Richter Award, which is given to the top goaltender in men's Division I college hockey. And for Drew Camesso, man, what a past few months it's been for this kid. Still just 19 years old, he actually became the youngest goaltender to suit up for Team USA in Olympic history. Um, and even more impressively, in the Beijing Winter Olympics, Drew Camesso went 2-0 and in his two games played, along with one shutout in his debut against China uh, before kind of being shafted and riding the pine in the playoff rounds, which I'm still a little salty about, not going to lie to you. Um, but since since the start of December, Camesso has been insane. In his last 12 games, both for BU and for Team USA, Camesso is now 10-1-1, and he's only surrendered 19 goals in those 12 games. Barely over one per game. I mean, absolutely on a tear right now. And this should make all Blackhawks fans out there super excited about their future in net because I've talked about this a few times. Everything I've seen, everything I've read, more importantly, what I've seen, because we're seeing some great experience out of Camesso in the past couple of months, everything tells me that Drew Camesso is going to be the number one netminder of the future here in Chicago. He's still got a couple of years to go. I'm not trying to put too many expectations on him. Again, still only 19 years old. But based on everything he's been able to accomplish so far at this point, already one of the best goaltenders in all of college hockey, even as a sophomore. Plus, one thing I think that's really important for Camesso as well is all the experience that he's been getting at such a young age, right? Not only being the starter for BU, but he was with Team USA here at the Beijing Winter Olympics, was really their best goaltender for that tournament. Um, he was also with Team USA last summer at the World Championships. He didn't get any game action. He was only there as an injury replacement, but still undoubtedly a great experience for Camesso. And then he was also um, part of Team USA for the World Juniors Tournament back in December, which unfortunately got canceled due to COVID-19, but will be taking place in August. And you can probably expect um, Camesso to be part of that team once again as well. So based on how well he's performing at such a young age and all the incredible experience he's getting at just 19, again, all signs are just pointing to Camesso being the future in net for the Chicago Blackhawks. And it's pretty cool to see that he uh, has another chance to take home a major accolade here uh, by being one of the 11 semifinalists for the 2022 Mike Richter Award. And interestingly enough, one thing I noticed when kind of doing some research on the Mike Richter Award, Rockford Icehogs goaltender Kale Morris won this back in 2018 as a member of when he was um, with Notre Dame. So if Camessa were to win, he'd be the second Blackhawks netminder in the last four years to win the award. I'm not sure if Camesso is going to take that home, but I mean, if he continues on the tear that he's been on for the past couple of months, he's certainly putting himself right there in the middle of the conversation. So another big congratulations to Drew 
for being named one of the semifinalists for the Mike Richter Award. And it's just another reason for Blackhawks fans to be excited about their former second round pick going forward. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Wednesday, February 23rd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free right now, wherever you wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast as hosts Steele Roden and Philip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown Fantasy Hockey wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions or anything at all regarding the show or the Blackhawks, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, Thanks again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.